Everybody, it's Ricky the Soundboard Guy coming at ya. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Down in the Basement Podcast, where we usually get down on what goes down. However, this week we are presenting you a special episode, a segment that we like to call Cinesquad, where we talk about the latest in films and just take a deep dive on certain tropes and other themes. With me today, I have a special guest, Mr. Sam the Man Razo. What up, what up? <clears throat> Sorry, let me get a little closer. There you go, get closer. I don't want to really, feel like I'm kissing this oh, thing. Oh, get closer. Um, none of that right now. We're talking about movies. Yes, not, sir. Not MJ. Well, that was Rush Hour. Oh. I'm burning now. Come on, Lee. Rush Hour 2. Come on. Very good. I'll be right back. I'll be right back. <laughs> Um, how yeah. you doing, bro? What's up, man? Yeah, I haven't. Uh, we looked it up, and the last time I was here was December 2019. December that was before the panty, that was before the panoramic. Oh my god, now we didn't stop seeing each other, no, since then. But it's I would just always ask you, I said, Hey, when can I show up on the podcast? And you would always say, Oh, next time, and that oh. was that was years ago. Oh. Awkward. Uh, well, you're here now. You're here now, thankfully. You imagine? You're like, uh, yeah, we'll do it later. Uh, I do want to get a vibe check with you, my guy. And just I want to ask, how have you been since 2019, since our last episode? Which is funny because I've seen you, but we have not audio yeah. podcast checked in. Yeah. But um, I'm doing pretty good. You know, that whole thing since I last. It's so funny because, like, really, when... We last talked on the podcast, <laughs> nothing had gone. I think it was like rumblings of like kind of like, oh, yeah, this stuff's happening overseas. Yeah. But nothing really um, like happened. So I don't know. We kind of rode a wave. I was uh, almost over protective of myself. Um, I never got it. I never oh, got Oh, look at the I elitist over it. here, guys. That's what I that's how I introduce myself now. It's like, yeah, I never got it. It's whatever. Hey, Sam Rosso, never got never COVID. Got how it. you doing? I never got it. No, but um and it's just like, you know, we were just doing it one day at a time and uh seeing how this kind of world is now. Obviously recent events kind of making it hard to kind of look at good things, but that's what I think you should do in these times because you know the phrase that I heard in these last couple of years is called uh, doom scrolling. It's like when something, you know, terrible happens and it's all over your social media, you're just stuck on your phone. Mm. You're stuck on your phone and you're scrolling. Mm. And it's nothing new is happening, yeah. but it's just people's takes and people kind of saying the same stuff over and over again because that's what's going on in everyone's mind. It doesn't make you feel good. So, and unfortunately, <laughs> that's been happening couple of times throughout these last couple of years so in those times i really have to i think i've even told you before it's like you have you really do have to put your phone down you have to disconnect you know go literally go outside go out and you know it sounds like a joke but like you know 
touch some grass. Mm. Go outside. Yes, sir. Look at the sun. Like, mm-hmm. look at the. It really, like, you're, you're stuck in a place. Mm-hmm. And if you, <clears throat> excuse me, you have to remove yourself. And it's not going to make it better. It's not going to fix it. But it's not good for you to just kind of drown yourself in that kind of stuff. Right. So I've kind of found, you know, I have to enjoy the stuff that I have, mm-hmm. that we have, mm-hmm. that we can do, mm-hmm. you know. So, which leads us to this today's topic. I watch a lot of movies. Let's get it. I watch a lot of movies. I'm a big nerd. I watch a lot of movies. I watch a lot of, I read a bunch of comics. I watch a lot of shows. But um, A lot of good shows now, too. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, like, basically, this last show that I watched that I thought was kind of worth talking. Did you ever finish Moon Knight? Disney's it, Moon Knight. Is it done? It's done. How many episodes was it? Ooh, I'm going to say seven, six, six, something like that. Seven. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I believe I got up to episode five. Right. And I wasn't able to catch the other episodes. But I'm definitely going to finish it because it was one of the better Marvel shows, in my opinion, from the selections that we have. You know, see, here's where I kind of like, okay, the whole state of the Disney Plus Marvel shows, mm-hmm. I honestly think it's it's very hit or miss for me. Yeah. So let's go back to the first WandaVision. One. Okay. And I know you actually didn't. Weren't in love with it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But I thought it was great. I love I do love one. I loved WandaVision. I think initially you you were like, I don't, it's weird. Exactly. And then you told me, you idiot, watch after the third, watch the (laughs) third episode at least, and then give me your opinion. And that's when I was like, holy shit, this is amazing writing. Let's get it. Yeah. Excuse me. And, um, and it's like, that was a show. You had to watch. You had to watch it at midnight because everyone was talking about it on social media. Mm. And I remember, like, uh, the episode where uh, the Fox Quicksilver actor Evan Peters, yeah, where he shows up. He was trending. Quicksilver's trending at like twelve thirty. Mm-hmm. You know, twelve forty or yeah, whatever. Yeah, the nerds were r- freaking out. Yeah, and, and I was one of them. But it's just like you had to watch it before anyone can spoil it for you. That's true. Actually, that's the first one that came to mind when I was like, I probably got spoiled by going on Twitter oh. too too like early before mm-hmm. watching the new episode mm-hmm. because everyone started posting pictures and all that good mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, and then so you know. I loved WandaVision. Mm-hmm. I thought it was great. Uh, Loki, I really loved. And then when we get to the Falcon and Winter Soldier. Uh, uh, racist. <laughs> racist. <laughs> racist. No, I just, uh, I just each episode I was just kind of like, mm, okay, like, I don't know. like, And it's not like, um, I don't know, it just didn't grab me. I didn't hate it. Yeah. It just wasn't grabbing me. I did like that the... <laughs> The guy who plays U.S. Agent, he's a really handsome guy. But when he put on that Captain America helmet, they, like, pushed his ears forward, squished down his nose. He looked like a total dweeb. Mm. He looked so, like, dorky. Mm. And I was just like, oh, my God, who is that? And then when he took off his helmet, I was like, oh, I know that guy. Because he was in that movie, um, 
that was kind of like uh, Wolfenstein or Castlevania, the it movie? It was... Uh, Overlord. Overlord. Yeah. Yes, the horror, the sci-fi horror... Wartime, wartime Nazi movie. Germany time. Yeah. 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 If you guys haven't seen that movie, see that movie. Oh my god, it's so it good. It was good. It was so really good. good. So I had like recently watched that mm-hmm. before. So I was like, oh, that's the same guy. And but when he wears that that helmet mask thing, ugh, it looks so ugly. <laughs> but I was so I saw that and I was kind of like, eh, you know, okay, whatever. Let's move on. And um, like I said, Loki, I loved. Obviously, everyone yeah. loves Loki. And then. I mean, not as much as Wanda, but no, no, no. Yeah. Hawkeye. I thought it was cool. I like um, Haley Steinfeld. I always call her Haley Seinfeld, but um, I really liked that. Those were like six episodes. Yeah, they're like very just biteable pieces of content. It was a know. very Christmas show. Yes, how like yeah. Home Alone is like a Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. Hawkeye is definitely a Christmas show. It was. Right. It was during the time. It was perfect. It was really good. I, I mean, yeah. it wasn't like exceptional, but it was no, cool. No, it wasn't amazing, but I enjoyed it. Yeah, and it also ties into the bigger universe, which had right. one of the biggest surprises for me. Which spoiler alert! Spoiler. A lot of a lot of spoiler alerts in this. Spoiler. If you haven't seen it, oh, I'm gonna talk about spoilers. But I mean, we I, we kind of have to, right? Meep, so meep, meep. if you spoiler don't like spoilers, alert. maybe go watch the show first, then come back. Pause. Go watch the whole show. Come back. Okay. It's only six episodes. It's only six episodes, an hour each. But it introduced Wilson Fisk into this Disney Plus universe, it which is reintroduced it, him. exactly because he existed on Netflix, mm-hmm. but which, we weren't sure, right? Because I think that week that episode came out was the week Spider Man came out. Mm-hmm. And if you remember, and the lawyer Spider Man, Peter Parker's lawyer, was Matt Matt Murdoch, baby. So in one week, we got two confirmations of the Netflix Daredevil series continuing. Or existing in the MCU. Pause, pause, pause. When, what, how did Matt Murdock get introduced into Spider-Man again? Was it, it was in No Way Home, right? It was, uh, yeah, this last one, and it was basically, he was his lawyer. When, when was this? I forgot why he needed a lawyer. Because everyone found out he was Spider-Man, and everyone came after him for the, the like, killing of Mysterio. Mm-hmm. All, okay. like, the drones and stuff like that. Okay. It's a pretty good movie. You should watch it. I watched it. Don't fucking play I mean, me. Yeah, I don't, you don't just, play you me, Sam. Asked, you just asked a question about... Back to the topic. Back to the topic. So they had. reintroduced the Netflix heroes into the Disney Plus universe mm-hmm. because they... Honestly, I'm so glad that they did. Because I love Wilson Fisk and I love oh, Matt Murdock. So Dude, he's so good. He's perfect. He's so big. Uh, his name's Vincent D'Onofrio, and he's good. Did you you know he's in Men in Black? Right. That's exactly what I was going to say right he's now. He's like unrecognizable. I saw a tweet where they posted different movies that he's been in. He is such a great actor because versatile. I didn't remember. Yes, versatile. Yeah, very versatile. Because Wilson Fisk, he's big as hell, like literally, like boy. wide. He's a big boy and tall. Mm-hmm. And then I saw stills from him in Men in Black as that cockroach guy. I believe it was Men in Black 2. That was the first one. It was the first one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, as he was like the guy who got kind of taken over by an alien cockroach or something. Yeah. And, bro, he, like, I did not know that was him. He had a full head of hair. He was a little thinner, but, like, I didn't know he was still that big, you know? Yeah. So it was a surprise. Um, he was also in a, in some other movies that I can't recall right now. But he, he did a uh, Law & Order spinoff for, like, what, six years, seven years? I know my mom watched that. Order and Law? Law and Order? It's a t- very yeah, but the TV. spinoff. No, it was <laughs> So you think the show is called Law and Order, Order and Law? Uh, no, just Order and Law. Oh, <laughs> okay. idiot. And I think it's called Criminal Intent. 
But, uh, um, <laughs> but yeah, he's a very good actor. So I was really happy to see him back. Um, so Hawkeye, like I said, it was enjoyable. It was fun. I like the actress. I like that they reintroduce, you know, this great villain. Um, planting seeds for the future. And that's what all these shows are doing. They're planting seeds because that's the model now. That's the Disney model. Mm. Um, you plant seeds for the future. Uh, and I think they're doing a good job. So we came to this moon night. And that's where it's just like, okay, before, when they like start talking it up, you kind of have an idea, right? So I, oh my God, I really remember them saying like, this is like, it's going to be scary. And it's going to be violent and it's going to like tackle mental health issues. And I was like, whoa, they said all it. that before the release. It's like, you know, Kevin Feige's like talking up like the show and mm. stuff like that. And I'm like, ooh, this is going to be like, like, ooh, I'm, I'm going to watch this myself. I'm not going to watch it with, you know, my nephew. I'm just going to like, this is going to be cool. And it was like, it wasn't scary. And like there was action and they did this thing wherever he went violent, he blacked out, which I felt was a total cop out of like actual violence. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, keep burping. But um, I was just like, yeah. and Oscar Isaac is a Isaacs. I'm not too sure. He's a really good actor, but you know, in the fourth episode where they talk about why he's the way he is, that was a great episode. But overall, I just felt like wasn't scary. It wasn't mm, violent or violent enough. And I felt like the suit was too CGI at a lot of the times mm. where it, it could be a very practical suit. I don't know to what extent. Sometimes it's a practical bodysuit and they CGI the cape. So I don't know what percentage was real and what was not. But it always never looked like it was there. Because it's mm. supposed to be like when he ter- turns it on or activates it or whatever, it's like living mummy wraps wrapping around him and stuff yeah. like that, right? Um, so I don't know. It just never clicked with me. Mm. And I'm like, so a lot of these shows I feel like are hit and miss. And it's it just similar to the star Wars, Disney plus shows where I love the Mandalorian Mandalorian season two, but this Boba Fett one I thought was so boring. I thought it was so boring. I expected this Boba Fett show to hear him to be like a ruthless crime boss retaking, uh, Tatooine. And he's like, Oh, I'm going to, kill him with kindness and he's like i respect everybody and he keeps taking off his helmet and it's like eh, i always hated that and it's like come on man but it's yeah. because they don't need a boba fett because they have the mandalorian and mandalorian is basically doing what boba fett did he never takes off his helmet he talks really slow low and quiet and you know he's ruthless or you know so it's like when they say, oh, we're going to make a Boba Fett show. It's like, well, we rec- already have a Boba Fett. He's yeah. this guy. He's the shiny new Boba Fett. Yeah. You know? So they have to shift gears. And, you know, I just thought, uh, eh. and again, spoilers. It's like he gets like a, a rancor or like a baby rancor, which is like the monster underneath the yeah. metal grate. And he raises it. Yeah. And like. Danny Trejo, <laughs> who's the, the handler, he's like, yeah, you could ride these. And then Boba Fett's like, I want to ride these. And I went, oh, he's going to ride it in the finale. Like, that's it. That's not even, like, subtle setup. It was just like, this is going to happen. It might as well have put captions. This is going to happen. Mm. Watch the last episode for this to happen. Yeah. 
And I was just like, okay. So, and of course, final battle. Ah, do, 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 you know. Oh, the Rancor. He's right. It's cool, but I'm like, there's no surprise. Got you. If you literally wouldn't have said that, and you, I don't know, slowly yeah. teased uh, Fizz, like him, like, leaning on it, hugging it, or, like, something to show that he can, it's not lashing out at his touch or his, yeah. his you know, whatever. Yeah. And then him riding it like a bull, I would have been like, that's sick, mm. but... They straight up said, like, oh, yeah, you could ride these. Mm-hmm. They're actually gentle creatures. Which yeah. I'm just like, mm, yeah, sure. Yeah. So, but how d- so tying back to Marvel, you, you're you mm. saying that's why you didn't like Moon Knight was because it was just kind of, it wasn't what it was cracked up to be, and you didn't like the end product? I feel like they're, they're too afraid to go all the way. Mm. And it's like those rare moments where the MCU movies go all the way, mm-hmm. they're amazing. Like what? Give me examples. Like Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm -hmm. That's full James Gunn, you know? Yeah. No other movie, before Guardians of the Galaxy, no other movie was like that. No other MCU movie. Like the humor, the colors, the effects, it's like the monsters and the like, not necessarily gore, but it's like when you blow up an alien, it's like blue and green goo everywhere. You can get away with that. Mm -hmm. If you blow up a human, you can't have like red blood everywhere. Yeah. So that's why it's like, you know, I mean, we just saw Doctor Strange. Yeah. And those moments where Sam Raimi is Sam Raimi and is able to do his stuff un, you know, interrupted by studio execs, it's like the best parts of the movie. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a throwback horror that are s- is still effective and unnerving just as much as when I watched Evil Dead 2 and saw Bruce Campbell going crazy in the cabin. You that know? was Sam Raimi? Yeah, uh, Sam Raimi. Sam Raimi also did Spider-Man, the original yeah. Tobey Maguire trilogy. Spider-Man 2 is one of the greatest, you know, superhero movies of all time. Yeah. So it's just like when you let these guys do their thing, I think that's when you have a really unique product. So you and I think these shows are too scared to go outside the bubble or something. Is that because they're Disney? I think? think it's because it the Disney executives have a lot of weight and they have a lot of they're not giving them the room to do what they need to do. Yeah. So it's like, that's why I loved uh, WandaVision so much, because it was so different. Yeah. You know, every episode's a different TV show, different era. That's crazy. That's insane. She has an argument, and she literally snaps her fingers, and the credits roll. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's like, it's meta. It's like fourth wall breaking. Yeah. And it's like, uh, she goes, she stops, and then she goes, do you want me to go over that again? Mm-hmm. And she's like, what are you talking about? And then she just says the words over again. And that was before you kind of knew what everything was, and you're just like, what? Yeah. What is that? What Very is this? What am I watching? So what sets that one apart from the other ones? Like, let's say Captain Falcon or what? Was it the writer of that specific show or the producer? Or I mean, they're all Disney, but there's got to be a reason why some are kind of better than others. That might be because the direction they were directed or. Well, like it's funny because I don't know exactly who's like the showrunner for each one. Yeah. But I know that the Russo brothers were probably heavily involved with the Falcon and Winter Soldier since those are their t- characters that they're most tied to besides Captain America. Mm. Um, which is funny because they made Endgame and Infinity War, some of the, you know, hugest Marvel movies of all time. But yet when they do the show, I just didn't, I just didn't grab me, you know? If they still do that kind of like spy espionage kind of grounded war kind of thing that again, that's why Winter Soldier was so refreshing mm-hmm. because, you know, 
Captain America was cool, but it was kind of like an old-timey war movie that wasn't as dirty as it could have been, like Saving Private Ryan or something. You saving know? Ryan's Privates. Saving Ryan's Privates. Yeah. They blew up. Yeah. They flew over there. You got to go save them. Yeah. But uh, so when the Winter Soldier came out and these guys had a very strong vision of what they wanted to do that was different than what was before and they were proven that, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, oh, my God, the Winter Soldier is so good. It's it's it pretty good. It was really good. Was really good. You know, I even like Civil War. Civil a lot of War people, was amazing. You know, say Winter Soldier's better. I actually like Civil War more because I think it's a it's like, you know, the introduction of. Black Panther and Spider-Man Yeah, Black Panther came out with a vengeance. He was hard. And I think the villain in there, he doesn't even lift a finger, and he's one of their greatest villains. He broke up the Avengers, you know? That's true. Zemo? Yeah. Um, Everyone was Team Cap or Team Iron Man. It was a, it was a uh, huge debacle. Yeah, I know. Lost some friends over that. Yeah, honestly. That's no. why I didn't talk to you for two years. That's why. I yeah. haven't been on the show since That's two That's exactly years, why. Even though the movie came before that. No, but it's like, so when you see these, like, movies that are... Like, I love uh, Guillermo del Toro and Hellboy. Those movies Guillermo are del so my boy. unique because he's allowed to do what he wants. His you know? his vision on it. His vision. And and it's like the last one that came out was, like, pretty bad oh. because I felt like it was trying to be its own but still trying to be his Guillermo del Toro's ver- uh, vision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's like... Um, they had the same thing with Moon Knight. When this new Hellboy was coming out, you know, they were saying, it's going to be scary. Yeah. And it's going to be bloody. And it's going to. And then he was just doing the same jokey kind of like stuff that Ron Perlman and Guillermo del Toro were doing with their first Hellboy. Yeah. And I was just like, I mean, again, the same thing with Venom. Venom, they oh said, God, this is going to be. such a bust, a, I feel. This is going to be a rated R body horror. It's going to be violent. And it's going to be scary and bloody. And he's like buddy cop film, and mm-hmm. he's like Eddie. I like chocolate, and it made a billion dollars. It's like one of the most like successful movies of yeah. the superhero. That's weird. I never yeah. liked it. Yeah, I still haven't seen the second one. Yeah, the I Carnage still haven't one. either. Yeah, actually, yeah. I haven't. Let's talk about the latest latest movie in this universe. So, Doctor Strange Two: Multiverse of Madness came out. And it had a lot of buzz because so many cameos in it. So first, did you notice any Easter eggs, any interesting things that mm, the normal viewer might have missed? Someone that doesn't have your your comic book knowledge did, uh, you know, or maybe first, like, did you like the movie? Oh, I loved it. I thought it was great. Um, That's what I said earlier. It's like when those moments where where Sam Raimi is allowed to do. Sam Raimi stuff. Those are like my favorite moments. Like when she's uh, again spoilers, when uh, she's like trying to get to the girl and she's cl- clawing her way through the mirror and her eye opens in a like reflective little. It was like a puddle or something. Right? Yeah, it's like scary. he did such a good job of like <laughs> making Scarlet Witch, Scarlet Witch, yeah. like the yeah. witch was very, very present. Yeah. And I loved that. Like, the way she just kind of, like, even, like, moved her hands. Like, she just looked like, Mm -hmm. you know, like, those old-timey Mm hocus-pocus type of, like, witches. Mm -hmm. Like, she, dude, when she was in that mirror dimension and she was all cut up and, like, Mm -hmm. taking people, like, through the mirrors, like, just grabbing them and taking them down. I'm just like, holy shit, this is the Scarlet Witch. And I loved that aspect to it. Yeah, yeah. Well, 
spoilers, like I said, and I keep saying this because I they don't know want this. Anyone, but it's like when we get the the uh, Illuminati. Oh, great! The biggest reveal is uh, Reed Richards. Uh, yes, Krasinski, sir. Jim right? from the Office. Well, I knew he was going to be in there before because sh- when they're talking to, I'm blanking on her name. It's Wanda? No, Rachel McAdams' character. Oh, Christine? yeah. Christine? Yeah. She says, oh, uh, I work for the Baxter Building. The Baxter Building is where the Fantastic Four reside. So when she says that, I go, oh, like, oh, my God. She says that in the throwaway line because she's like, oh, I'm like a multiverse researcher. I, I got the grant from the B- Baxter Building. And in my head, I was like, oh, okay, they're going to have Reed show up. Like, But well, how did you know it was Josh Krasinski and not, you know, old Fantastic Four guy? That I didn't know. But you knew but Reed was Richards was surpri- coming up. Yes. I was surprised because that was a total, like, Twitter campaign. Because it was just some Photoshopped image. Yeah, it was just, it was actually Twitter or, yeah. like, the fandom yeah. that put, that casted him, like, mm-hmm. fan casted him as mm-hmm. Reed Richards, right? Like, yes. that wasn't an actual thing, like... It's funny how it's so dope now how the people have a decision or have a have an opinion or have they a have voice. strength in their words. They have strength in their words. Yes. Perfect. Very good way to put it because do you remember when Sonic was going to come out oh and they God. showed the trailer and yes. it was hot garbage and everyone was it like was ugly. who the hell is this Sonic? Yes. This is stupid. Like you guys better go back and redo the whole movie and they did. They did. They went back and they designed <laughs> the Sonic to be how we wanted him to be true to the, co- which I don't know why you would ever go away from it. Like you guys he's are so, so ugly. stupid. Like, yeah, like, so ugly. come on, like forget this trying to make him real. He's a fictional character. He's a cartoon. Why are you trying to make him not look or be more realistic? Anyways, yeah. sorry that I'm getting so heated Re- about Real this. quick. That version of Sonic is in the Chip and Dale's movie that just went on Disney plus. It is hilarious. You have to see it, uh, but moving on. Okay. So, fan casted, that cameo was awesome. Also, I think we had a little disagreement after. I think that was a one and done John Krasinski. Yeah. I think that is it. A lot of people think, a lot of people are saying, wow, John John Krasinski. I don't think he signed on to anything. I think that was just a cameo. Hey, John, you got a day. We're going to film this. Boom. He's out of there. They turn him into string cheese. He's done. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. I think. He's not coming back. When they do bring the Fantastic Four into the MCU, I don't think it's going to be him. A lot of people think it is. I don't think. I, don't I sure why. hope so. I don't know. I don't know why, but I just don't think but it is. But do you want him to be? Um, I wouldn't mind it. I think he's good. Obviously, his wife is, would be also be a perfect uh, invisible woman, Emily Blunt, who is like his real, actual real life wife. Um. And I think, uh, you know, the Fantastic Four are, are long overdue for a proper comic book adaptation. Yeah. You know, they were Marvel, Marvel's first success. I heard Marvel that comics. I heard that uh, Reed Richards or Susan Storm has to be black, though. Because as we learned in Loki, King the Conqueror is black. He is um, related to J- Reed. What's his name? What's his real name? He's the guy from uh, Lovecraft, Lovecraft Country, mm-hmm. but he's Jonathan Majors. Con- yes, no, wait. something like that. I think that's the old man from Breaking Bad. <laughs> Whatever. I have to look it up now. <laughs> Whatever. But he's King the Conqueror, and that's supposed to be Reed Richards' son. So 
there have been a lot of fan casting that I've seen on Twitter where people are saying, okay, Reed Richards or Susan Storm has to be, one of them has to be black, and they're, like, fan casting. And there's people getting mad that they're they're deciding to put a black woman or a black man as Reed Richards or Susan Storm. They're like, no, they're not true to the comics. Like, they can't be. They're white. And I'm just like, how are you going to turn comics into racism, bro? Yeah. Nick Fury wasn't black. Right. He it, did a good job. It is Jonathan Majors, by the way. And I'm have I have never had a problem with that because if it's not like this character has to be white because in his origin, blah, blah, like Luke Cage has to be black because he's faced, you know, with the racism and his it's kind of like a what am I looking for? Metaphor? Like yeah. his his skin is hard. It's the symbolism. It's like your words cannot break him. You know, his skin is thick kind of yeah. thing, you know. But it's like when I was little, they did Daredevil and uh, Michael Clark Duncan was Kingpin. And it was awesome. He was sick. He was sick. He was awesome. Yeah. You know. And uh, it's like, yeah, you said Nick Fury. Nick Fury used to be a white guy because he was basically like a G.I. Joe yeah. secret agent James Bond. Yeah. And then Samuel Jackson. They were just like, well, Samuel Jackson. And then they were like, okay. And then he's perfect. He hasn't been white. <laughs> he hasn't yeah. been white in the comics for a while. It doesn't really yeah. change anything. Yeah. If anything, it makes it more inclusive. That's why I, I never have any issue mm-hmm. with, like, you know, changing the yeah. race, you know. Um, it's almost like a given now. It doesn't really take away from anything. Yeah. Unless it's crucial to the character. Yeah, you can't make Black Panther white. Yeah, like, um, I saw someone who was like, they should make uh, Magneto black because, you know, of all the things that's been going on. It's like, no, being Jewish is crucial to Magneto's character. He was a Holocaust survivor. He was a child who survived. And he literally has, you know, the tattoo on his wrist. Yeah, there's I mean, a reason for that. Yeah, and he'll never forget it. And that's his where his hatred of humanity kind of started. Yeah. You know? And it's like, there's some things that are crucial to the character. Yeah. And I just like, sometimes it's not. So sometimes you can have exactly, which know. is why I think Reed Richards or Susan Storm, when since they're tied to Kang, as we've seen in Loki, they have to be some some type of yeah. one of them has to be, you know. So <coughs> I I wish it, it'll be Josh, Josh Krasinski just because I don't know he he looks good. You he keep looks saying good with the shit. It's John. John. You you said Josh twice. You didn't correct me the first time. First time I let it slide, but then you were like, Josh, Josh, my good buddy Josh. I will admit I wasn't a huge Office fan, so, you know, I didn't really get to I love that show, but I never finished it because I felt it changed after, what's his name? Steve Carell. Steve Carell left. Yeah. They tried to make Andy and Aaron the new Jim and Pam, and it did not work for me. Okay. Moving back to the movie. The cameo. There was, so I like the... uh, Illuminati. Yes. Uh, I thought it was funny, though. This is the third time <laughs> they killed Patrick Stewart as Charles Xavier. And every time it's a it's an X-Men character who does it, his own X-Men. Because first it was Jean Grey in X3. Then it was a Logan clone in Logan. And then it's the Scarlet Witch, who in this one she's not a mutant, but it's like you know Scarlet Witch is always is often been associated with the X Men. Mm. 
And I'm like, it's always your own X, man. It always be your own X, <laughs> it be man. Your own <laughs> it be your own X, man. Watch out for them X's. Wow. Shout out to them. No, I'm just kidding. Shout out to them toxic X's, you know? <laughs> no. Um, and I, I'm really like, uh, like, I don't know everything, but I know a idea of where kind of things might be heading towards or blah, blah, blah. And I was telling you guys, oh, this is probably the start of, how they're going to do the secret wars kind of universe versus universe fighting for survival. So break they kind of, they kind of introduced that in Loki. That's basically Kang's whole thing. If he talks about, there was multiple, there was a war realities. Yeah. And that's why we have to focus on this one and, and stomp out the divergence and stuff like that. Well, secret wars, um, the original one in the seventies, um, that was basically like, taking a bunch of heroes and making them fight on an alien planet. And that Secret Wars original is famous for introducing the black symbiote, which eventually will become, you know, Venom. Um, so Secret Wars was originally how the symbiote was introduced? Yeah, because it was on an alien planet. And Peter was like, ooh, what is this? And it went on him and changed it to the black suit Spider-Man. Then when they went back home. After Secret War. After Secret War, you know, Fantastic Four analyzed it and was like, this is an alien symbiote and it's going to take you over. And uh, when he got it off, it went to Eddie, Eddie Brock. Venom was born. That's history as we know it. Mm -hmm. So that came from the original Secret War. The Secret War that this MCU Avengers movie is probably going to be based on is a little more recent. And that's a more larger scale one of um, universes... Uh, fighting each other for survival and some of them totally being annihilated and some of them being combined. And that one's famous for introducing Miles Morales into the regular main universe. Cause before he was part of the, I mean, you've seen spider verse. He was part of a universe where his Peter Parker died and he was the only spider man. And, uh, so that secret wars, I think it was 2016. I'm not too sure. The end of that, like I said, the biggest fallout from that is that Miles Morales is in the main universe. Um, with another Spider-Man. With a live Peter Parker. Interesting. Yes. So, and you know, it's a whole storyline. There's tons of things. And it's always Doctor Doom getting powerful. So Doctor Doom has to be a crucial element if you're going to do it. And so I think... Maybe before or even if they split it into two parts, I think we're going to get the introdu introduction of the Fantastic Four and Doom in general. Because um, Doctor Doom is Doctor Doom and Magneto are two characters who are just so good that you you can't let them collect dust. Yeah, no, you they're know? needed. They're essential. You have to have them because Doctor Doom and Magneto are the type of villains who can fight anybody. No. Doctor Doom mostly he can fight anybody. You can fight Iron Man, Doctor Strange, Captain America, you know, Fantastic Four, obviously. He can fight anybody, and it would be an interesting fight. Um, so I like hearing that when they're talking about uh, the convergence and the multiverse and the universe and this and that and that. And I'm watching Loki, and I'm watching Doctor Strange, and obviously we know from Spider-Man that there are multiple, there's infinite amount of blah, blah, blahs and stuff like that. So you start seeing the stepping stones of where they're leading us. And it's like, oh, this is going to be cool. This is going to be really cool. But um, it's like, uh, I don't know. 
knowing that, I'm kind of like piecing together in my head. But not knowing that, if I didn't know, you know, you still enjoyed it even if you didn't know all that, right? Yeah, definitely. And I don't think you even had to watch uh, WandaVision in order to fully experience Doctor Strange, even though it is a plus. They did a really good job at just kind of explaining how Wanda dove into the deep end and the dark hold got a hold of her evil because she misses her kids, all that good stuff. So, but yeah, like before you told me all this secret war stuff, I was wondering, you know, how are they going to play with this multiverse theory or, or now that we've experienced it. Right. So I don't know. It's still like all this stuff is still kind of in the air though. For example, like Loki had all this T T TVA or whatever that time variance. Yeah. So they, they were like variant police and it had to do with the multiverse, which like, why didn't they appear in Spider-Man or, mm-hmm. you know, that Doctor one, Strange, but like. That one's a little like, then you start, <laughs> you have to start thinking bigger. You have to start thinking bigger because the Loki, that exists all throughout time. Because there's literally no time, you know, st- I'm starting to blow your mind here, but. The ep- first episode of Loki can exist in 2012. It can exist in 3005. It can exist in 1978. You know, mm. they're literally time police. So that whole the whole Loki series, when it's all said and done, can exist in a second in the real world. So I'm not surprised it didn't show up because I mean, what if they showed up and then the movie was over? No, they just blow up Toby. They like disintegrate Andrew Gar- Garfield. Yeah, true. And it's like, I think they said that um, Doctor Strange's spell messed up and everyone came through because they killed, uh, I think his name is, he should not be named or not Voldemort, but Kang's first identity, like the one above all, I forget how they call him, but before he's Kang, he's like some name and they killed him at the end of Loki. Mm. And that's why Spider-Man movie happened with all the multiverse coming through. So it wasn't Doctor Strange? Eh, it probably was combination, like magic and space-time and stuff like that. I think they're all doing damage to the walls of the universe. That's why all these things are going to collide. Mm. And that's why, and credit of Doctor Strange, we get uh, Clea and... She's saying, oh, there's been convergences. We need to stop them. And they just go off to have multiverse adventures and stuff. Mm. Okay. So So that's what we're going to. Very interesting. We're definitely going to see Fantastic Four in the future. No matter who the casting is, I hope they cast it correctly. Disney will do a better job than Fox. I'm I'm so excited for X-Men casting. X-Men casting is going to be very, very crucial. I feel like they already have good options for Magneto and Professor Xavier with uh, with Michael Fassbender and I think they're going to start anew. That sucks. I really like Michael Fassbender. He's great. Magneto. He's the best. I've watched all those movies, unfortunately, and he was the best part in each one of them. Damn, bro. Damn that last Dark Phoenix. Whoo-wee. I don't that think I watched good. that one actually. You should watch the New Mutants. Is that a show? No, that's a movie that was made, <laughs> and they didn't know if they were going to be in the MCU or the Fox X-Men line. And they didn't release it until like three years later because of the, because <coughs> of the pandemic and reshoots and stuff like that. 
it's like it's not great and it feels like the first two episodes to the TV show. Like when it was done, I was like, "Oh, that's it." Mm. Um could have been way better. Mm. That was another one that was like, "This is going to be scary." And it wasn't scary. Maybe because I watched too much horror movies. So like a comic book perspective of scary horror is is not scary to me. Yeah. I'm but you can kind of sure. realize or just kind of know like okay yeah this is kind of scary for example multiverse of madness i would say it was scary there was mo yeah there was like, moments and those that were scary you know what i mean i wasn't like jumping in my seat like oh my god that's so scary yeah, she like, literally no. like penny wises out of the glass like her bones are cracking backwards cut stuff. up super weird she's cut af yeah no she's she was looking bad bad <laughs> like that 13 ghost girl you know what i'm saying like oh my god all cut up bro Ooh, i was a little too young for that no, but um, and even when she like cracks that dude's neck, bro, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. that was scary, bro. She that just come out from the clouds, like when she's taking over her other universe self and she's walking to the kitchen and all this weird shits happening. I was like, this is creepy. So like we can recognize. Imagine you looking at a photo of yourself, and the photo turns and stares at you. That's bro. creepy. That's super that's creepy. creepy. Any movie you do, you know, that's crazy. So that's scary, and mm. you know. But like you can you can tell when like some stuff ain't scary like yeah or you're trying too hard or you know they didn't yeah. get the tension right because it is right. an art you know to make right. things scary right. so well I it's funny because we're talking about universes and building and stuff like that I would like to switch to another track the Flash because the Flash oh god are we talking about Ezra f- fucking not yet crazy not yet. Miller in Hawaii what, what I want to say is the Flash is doing the same thing. With multiverse stuff and bringing in actors who previously played, and no one is excited for it. Oh, like the actual CW show? No, like um, Ma- the Miller? Michael Keaton Batman, the Michael Keaton Batman from the nineteen eighty nine Batman, the Tim Burton yeah. Batman. He's coming back for the Flash movie. Oh, for uh, Flash Paradox? Yeah, it's not called the Flash Paradox. Fla- it's not called the Flash Paradox, Flashpoint, or anything. It's just called the Flash. But, but they're basically doing it. like it's like that. And how do you know that they already came out with it? Yeah. I, mean, I hate that they come out with news before that. Like, oh, well, I'm like sorry to spoil it. For I you. like that. Like, yeah, you honestly did. I would have went in <laughs> watching <was> nothing, <laughs> like expecting nothing. Now I know. Okay. I just want to say they did release a teaser trailer and they're in the back. I don't be and watching they're, and that. They're in the back cave and you can hear Michael Keaton's voice. That's so stupid. I hate that they do that. They, I they hate ru- that they okay, do that. I will admit they ruined that for Xavier's uh, cameo in Doctor Strange. Like a week before the movie came out, there was an official teaser, and they showed his yellow hover chair. Okay, who else has a yellow hover chair with the old man Patrick Stewart voice? This is why I avoid these motherfucking trailers. I haven't seen the new Thor and, Thor and Thunder movie or whatever that shit Thor is called. Thor and Thunder. Thor, Thor, Thor Rock and Thor. Rock and Thunder. But I hate, I hate now that in the trailers they reveal all these... Easter eggs or like mm-hmm. surprising mm-hmm. moments. Please let me just watch it and be surprised. Mm-hmm. Like that's why I try to avoid all this shit. And I even posed a question on Twitter through our uh, Twitter, which you can actually follow at We the Basement Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Follow, like, share. And I posed the question: Like, what was a a movie that you knew nothing of? A movie or show that you you knew nothing of that ended up being surprisingly good? And I feel like. A lot of the times, bro, like when I haven't seen a, a trailer of a movie or a show, like, for example, Moon Knight, I don't think I had seen anything. I liked it. 
Upgrade. Loved that movie. Oh, Upgrade is so Amazing good. Amazing movie. Um, what was another one? It Follows. Amazing mm. movie. We've talked about that here before, mm-hmm. and I, mm-hmm. I will love that movie. Mm-hmm. I'll die on that hill, but mm-hmm. that's all I'm saying. I hate when they reveal it. So, yeah, Flash, kind of not excited to watch it now because you mentioned that. Oh, my God. I hope I get to see George Clooney, Batman. Hey, that yo. Hilarious. That would be hilarious. Um, <coughs> yeah, so... It's so funny, though, because it's like, wow, Doctor Strange, it's going all through multiverses and all these characters coming. And the Flash is doing the same thing. And everyone's like, boo, shut up. You're stupid. Oh, that's just because DC has a bad rap. No, DC hasn't really made anything good. I mean, they had to release Justice League a second time because the first one sucked so bad. And now you got Amber Heard's dumbass as uh, Aquaman, Aqua Aqua Girl, but not anymore. She might be written out of... Because they're going to, I guarantee you, they're going to recast, oh my God, they're going to recast Batman, Ezra Miller, Superman, Flash, Flash, and now Mira, the Aquaman female character that Amber Heard is. That's four, oh my God, they're that's so four, doomed. That's four of the main components of your whole universe, bro. Yeah, she's Except like, maybe she's the Aquaman's girl. Like, Well, she's in every Aquaman film. Um, I mean, there's only two, but still, she's like a the next top she's character. Aqu- there's Aquaman too. They're filming Aquaman. Oh, too. yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it's like she's probably going to get recast. Yeah. But that's the thing about these multiverses. Ooh. It's like, it's like, hey, if you mess up, we're just going to recast you. Yeah. We have the multiverse card. And we're so going to fucking pull it. It's like um, I saw something. It was like the actress who plays the Wasp. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, she was saying some stuff. I I don't know. I think some anti-vax stuff. I'm not too sure. But it's someone was like, it was like, okay, well, she goes through the quantum realm and she comes back as Kate Beckinsale. And I was just like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, that would be like, oh, hey, you look different. Yep. No, I'm the same person. Let's move on. And then they would just, you know, go on with, uh, with being recasted. Simple as that. Yeah. They you can know? definitely right away. I mean, they did it. For, if you watch Iron Man 1. That's not War Machine. That's Terrence Howard. <laughs> You're right. You know, they've already done it. <gasps> You're the, so right. They've already done yeah, it. Yeah, the first War Machine was Terrence Howard. Yeah. And then it turned into... Don Cheadle. Don Cheadle, yeah. And he's been there ever since. And that didn't even require no. a... There's like a there's joke. A yeah, there was a joke. But he's like, he's like, yeah, I'm here. No, let's... You know, let's not talk about it. And then they like move on with the All movie. Right, cool, War Machine. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're totally right. Yeah, that was before the multiverse. It's just called a recast. Yeah, you know? I mean, yeah, and I, it's not hard to believe. I mean, that happens all the time. I feel like there's been other shows where that's happened. So, the um, Mark Ruffalo Hulk. Hey, Will Smith got replaced by uh, Idris Elba too in Suicide Squad. Staying, no, staying that was on, a different uh, character. Oh, it was. One was Deadshot. One was, was Dead Blood Sport. Blood Sport. Is that Idris Elba? Yes. That's Bloodsport? But he's pretty much That's not what it's called. Much. That's not what his it's name is. Deathshot. Deadshot is Will Smith's su- Suicide Squad character. Uh-huh. Bloodsport is Idris Elba's The Suicide Squad. I don't know why I'm double double guessing you because yeah, Bloodsport is the film. Bloodsport. Why you trained me and not you. Is Idris Elba. Okay, well, you got it. You're the comic book Weird, man. yeah. It's almost like I know what I'm talking about. Yeah. But uh, it's like... I'm uh, the funny comic. <laughs> you're the... you're the I'm the nerd comic. You're the nerd comic. But I'm also funny. You're all right. Wait, <laughs> wait, wait a second. Why'd you hesitate? No, um, 
it's like Mark Ruffalo's Hulk. Uh huh. Oh, and then is, uh, er, is uh, Edward Norton. Edward Norton. Hulk. Yeah, that's the same guy. Yeah. But when they finally like moved to like, okay, we're gonna do this MCU thing, they were like. I guess Edward Norton's like difficult to work with. Exactly, or but that's different. That's like okay, the Hulk movies were first, then the MCU got introduced. So we're gonna make some changes, you know. Like the Hulk movie was after Iron Man. The Edward Norton one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it had uh, Tony Stark. Well, they pick and choose. Robert who they Downey want, Jr. You know I mean? is in the Incredible Hulk movie. Shut the fuck up, really? Yes, he shows up I and totally he talks forgot. to uh, General Ross, who was in Civil War, and Black Widow, and he talks to him. And he mm. tells him that he's like part of the teases like Avengers or something. That's actually pretty crazy. Um, yeah. So a lot of people don't know that that the Edward Norton Hulk is the Mark Ruffalo Hulk. Yeah. Hulk. Yeah. All right. Let's get back to DC. So DC is going to replace some of their stars. I really, really liked John Cena's uh, Peacemaker. Peacemaker. Super funny. And I like if they're going to incorporate him into the universe. I like the direction they're going. Right, right. He's definitely sticking around. Um, the whole the whole concept of the Suicide Squad is that they're all replaceable. You can bring them back, like Harley Quinn. They're never going to kill Harley Quinn. But, you know, like in the comics, there's like Captain Boomerang uh, and like a few others that are always there. Mm-hmm. They're always a part of the team. Like mm-hmm. No matter what in- incarnation, they're always like mainstays and stuff like that. And um, it's just like, uh, like they have that with like Harley Quinn. They didn't kill Will Smith's Deadshot. They didn't kill Idris Elba's Bloodsport. So if they make a third one, whether or not it is James Gunn returning, you can bring these characters back, That's or true. you can take a good cop out. Totally bring hundred percent new one, because I believe I might be wrong, but I remember reading that. Uh, Dave Batista was going to be... He was going to end with Guardians of the Galaxy, so now he could be in the DC. Well, it was like when they weren't running Guardians of the Galaxy because James Gunn was like not sure if they were he was canceled or not. So he was doing Suicide Squad, and I believe that I read that um, Dave Batista was going to be Bane in the Suicide That's Squad. That's what I'm saying. Which would have been sick. But he chose to do Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead because it was a leading role, which means I would have to assume... Bane would have been killed in that opening scene of the Suicide Squad. And mm. He was kind of like, yeah, kind of want to be leading actor. That makes sense. Um, I didn't know Bane was part of the Suicide Squad. I mean, literally any character could be. But any has character. he been? I think so. Yeah. That's dope. I think he, he would be a great Bane if he does the. But I want it to be the legit Bane, like serum running through his body, weakling first, and then boom, extra pump. Like, that's the Bane I want. I mean, James Gunn's like a comic book nerd, so I would imagine he would stick to it. Yeah. Also, his, his buddy, they're buddies, so. James Gunn is pretty much taking over DC, isn't he? He's giving it the Marvel effect, I believe huh? he might stay on. They still got to Snyder, though. To be there. No, he's not involved anymore. He's just done. See, like, yeah. like it's going to be just Marvel in DC now, pretty much, with James Gunn. They could be maybe a little bit more well like he's, he's going to be done with Marvel, and I th- I'm not too sure if he's moving to DC because a lot of times they like when they're done with the big comic book saga, they're like that's it. Like, yeah, like they wanted uh, Christopher Nolan to do the new Batman versus Superman and Man of Steel, and he was like, 
no, like I'm done. Like if you watch Man of Steel, if his name is attached to as like a producer, because the Dark Knight Rises it was just like a year or two or something before. So they wanted him to continue with it, and he's like, I'm not interested, but I will help produce it. And his name is only attached to that Man of Steel, and then after he was like, I got to get out of here. And he hasn't been in a superhero context since. Yeah, yeah, that's always been. What's the next uh, DC movie? So The Flash? I believe it's The Flash. I know Shazam 2 and oh, Black, Black Adam. Adam. The Rock. Yeah, that That's should be, be cool. great. That should be really cool because they're introducing the Justice Society of America. So it's not the Justice League. It's before the Justice League. So it's um, like Dr. Fate, Hawkman, Adam Smasher. So these are heroes who are older and were a team before the Justice League. In universe and publication, they literally existed before the Justice League. Did not know that. Yeah, and it's a lot of these characters debut in film. Um yeah, Doctor Fate hasn't been in right, any movies. Right. But uh, like, if you watch uh, Young Justice, shout out to Love Aaron. Shout out to Aaron. But uh, it's Doctor Fate's like a powerful important. entity, yeah. you know. And if you watch, uh, I watched um, that death battle of uh, on YouTube of Doctor Strange versus Doctor Fate. He's more powerful than Doctor Strange, you know. He's an ad- an entity that has existed for like millennia. He's like not even. He's more of like the human. Host is like a vessel for this magical being, not even like yeah. person, you know. Um, so I'm excited for that. And then, so Black Adam is going to introduce the Justice Society. Yes, yes. Wow. And Black Adam itself or himself is a villain for Shazam. I think that it's going to be really interesting to see a villain movie mm-hmm. tied to this universe. Yes, yes. Because Marvel n- has never done that, where like. And that's crazy. Is that because the the villains in DC have so much more depth and they're just they're able to make whole movies from them compared to Marvel villains? Cuz that's how it feels. Well, right now the only m- villain movies we have are Joker, Joker, Venom, and Black Adam. Now, Black Adam's the only one Good attached to them. a universe. Yeah. I will say Marvel has a problem with killing their villains. Like, a lot of villains, they could have them live, and they could be reoccurring. To, like, superheroes in comics have reoccurring villains. You watch a cartoon, how many times... The Joker doesn't show up once, yeah. you know? He shows up every few episodes. Yeah, It's a reoccurring villain. So, I think Marvel has an issue with um, killing them off yeah. when they could return in a different capacity. Um, like... Killmonger is one of the best villains they've had in forever, mm-hmm. and he's dead. You know, I actually so they don't have a problem killing him off. No, uh, killing him off is the problem. Mm. I'm trying to say is he should come back right or or arrest that man, and he shows up, you know, later or in a different movie or something, you know. But um, they've always done that, and it's like they've always killed off their villains when there's like, oh, there's more to this. We could do more with this, you know. Um. But I, I don't know. I just think because mm, Marvel characters, I think, are more interesting in general because even from the get-go, they were written better as... the. I remember someone pointed this out a long time ago that the DC characters are gods posing as humans and the Marvel characters 
are humans posing as gods. They're a lot more relatable, you know. That's where, like, they were written in the 60s because a lot of them had problems. A lot of them had issues. The Hulk, anger issues, you know. Iron Man's heart and his alcoholism. Peter Parker is a boy, and he's, like, you know, his uncle died, and he has this unbelievable amount of guilt, and he still tries to be the best hero he can be. These are flawed characters who we read because it's compelling. And it's like a lot of people have issue with the Superman kind of character and concept in general, but you know, he doesn't, he just doesn't have as much concern or, or issues compared to like I just mentioned. But I think Superman, um, his strengths actually lie in the hope and the inspiration and just the pure, you know, good it sounds silly but he's just a good guy and there's something still admirable about you know having that pure morality yeah and i think that's why studios have lost sight of that yeah and that that's why a lot of these evil supermen are coming out mm-hmm. you know we got homelander we got Om- omni man can't wait for the boise right burn omni man is so good unjust injustice mm-hmm. and it's like cuz they see and I like the boys, and I like Invincible, but it's like I think they see that and think that's the only way you can do a Superman is making him evil. Mm. When it's like, I still enjoy the the original Superman, like the nineteen seventy eight Superman, the old one, because yeah, the fight scenes are not you know up to date to what today is, and and I mean it is a movie, legit from the seventies. Yeah, but the actor Christopher Reeve. The tagline for that movie was, you'll believe a man can fly, right? And you watch it, and there's a ter- there's like a phrase in wrestling, if if uh, if you believe your character, the audience will believe. And I think that goes to the superheroes that we watch on screen. He really believes he's Superman, and he really believes in truth, justice, you know. And the American way back then, I think it's like hope for everyone. They've changed it. They've tweaked it. Justice for everyone, I think. But it's like, he's so pure and he's so inspirational in his performance that that's what the quintessential portray is of Superman, is, is those old ones. And I think that's why, for me, Tobey Maguire's performance as Spider-Man is one of the greatest performances, too, because he believes it. Mm-hmm. And he's so, like, honest and pure. Yeah. And his life sucks, yeah. you know? He's never, he, you know, he hardly gets the girl. Yeah. And he, like I said earlier, he has this um, huge amount of guilt. Yeah. And he, when True. he tells his Aunt May, she, like, pulls her hand back and just walks away from him. And he was like, that was supposed to be, made myself feel better. And now I feel like shit. Yeah. You know? His best friend's trying to kill him, like, yeah. all the time. And at the end of the day, he has to go back to this shitty apartment where he, his landlord is hounding him for money. And that doesn't stop him. He still goes out and swings and saves people. Because at the end of the day, it's in his heart. So I think the also closest we get with that was Chris Evans' uh, Captain America. Mm. It's like when he's doing those speeches and doing these actions, you want to follow him. Facts. When you were in Endgame, didn't you want to run on that field too? Oh, I'm ready to square up with Thanos easy. 
it's because he's such an inspirational figure. Facts. And he's like, I can do this all day. He can't even lift his arm. His shield is all shredded. And it's like dirt in his mouth. He's got blood in his teeth. But when he says Avengers Assemble, the whole theater is like, yeah. You know, you've seen those. You can still watch those reaction videos, those like theater caption moments and stuff yeah. like that. And it's like, oh, man, just reminds you of like that hype, you know. Thanks. All right, let's let's get back to DC. Where do you see this going? Um, they have to recast. Oh my god! So they have to recast, but Black Adam will probably set up some good characters, and eventually, will will we have to get another origin films for Superman, Batman? I don't think they're gonna tie Batson into here, right? No, no, he's his own universe. The Joker's done. Um, Actually, I don't know if they're done with that. But the Robert Pattinson joke and the Joaquin Phoenix Joker, they're their own things. Yeah. They're not DC Justice League. DCEU, I believe is the phrase. So you got to recast all your characters (laughs) besides Aquaman and Shazam and Wonder Woman. You got to have that Kevin Feige character who does, okay, this is where this is leading. Mm. This guy is going here. This movie is going here. And that's going to set up this. Back over here, we have this. Blah, 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 blah. You have to have they that have structure. To set out all those foundations. Which is so funny because Star Wars didn't have that. That's why those movies feel so disconjointed. Because mm. they don't have, they didn't have a person going. Singular they like just plan. They just had someone do a movie, pass the baton. Someone did a movie and they passed the baton. Someone did. And it's like. That was after George Lucas, right? Yeah, these were these last yeah. these last movies I'm referring mm. to. While they're both Disney, yeah, and yet somehow these Marvel movies are structured a lot better. Yeah, than they Star Wars, Star which Wars. you know, Star Wars, you know, ten years ago, Star Wars was way bigger than Marvel. Now Star Wars is like, well, well, the streaming shows are good. Where it's like Marvel's like billions and billions and billions of dollars. Facts. You know, um, so I think DC needs to get a Kevin Feige. I think they need to, unfortunately, you know, the Snyder stuff isn't working anymore, the dark and stuff like that. Yeah. You need to have the bright. You need to have have your Superman fucking smile. He needs to smile. He rarely <laughs> smiled in those movies. It's like you have to have a Superman, a Batman that doesn't kill anybody, and you just have to have something where all of them work together and not, you know, I think, wh- I forget which one. I think it's both the Justice Leagues. But it's like when the Steppenwolf, the big horn yeah. guy, he's fighting the Justice League. They're like, uh, oh, no. Like, he's too, Superman shows up. He doesn't, e- he like smile. He like smirks and like whoops his ass. And it's like, that's not the Justice League. That's Superman and some buddies. Yeah. You know, you have to have it a little more leveled Mm. you know the justice league cartoon did that really well yeah where it's like you have these characters who are superman level wonder woman but then you also have you know the hawk hawk girl yeah she's now as strong she's not as fast and then you have like the flash who is not as serious or you know smart in the planning but it's like they all have their areas of strength and they all could defeat one another if needed. 
Yeah. Like in yeah. the like in the show, I felt like you could always tell that like, oh, if Superman ever goes rogue, like, yeah, he's going to be tough. But I feel like Batman could handle, you know, I feel like, you know, Wonder Woman could handle, you know. Yeah. Wonder Woman is the only one without a weakness. In the show? I mean, just in general. Mm. Just in general. They said like uh, even Batman. Batman had like contingency plans for everybody. He's like Wonder Woman's the only one I don't have a weakness. I well, don't have an well. Idea didn't for. in uh, Doom they like convince her that they like hypnotized her into thinking her friends were her enemies or something? They like old man Logan her. I'm pretty sure. I think that's old what it was. I like that old man Logan. They definitely old man Logan her. That's I remember the first time you lent me that comic and I read it and I was just blown away by how crazy that premise was. It was so good. Where they just convinced him all his friends were his enemies and he kills all of them. That I have a little issue with. I know no one, very little bit of your audience has probably read the original Old Man Logan. Don't talk about my people like that. Damn, I'm sorry. I got you guys. But uh, it's like he gets, he kills all the X-Men thinking they're X-Men villains. It's an illusion, right? And it's revealed that Mysterio did it. Yeah. But I'm like, okay, Wolverine has superhuman senses. Mm, He can smell. You don't think he can smell. Like, an um, illusion. Boom. Yeah, okay, he looks different. You don't think he knows what Cyclops smells like. Yeah, but you, you know? don't think he, like, tricked his nose, too? Mm, no. An illusion is visual, not, you know. Yeah, because... Magne- I don't know. M- I don't or, uh, not Magneto. What's his face? Magenta? What's his face? I don't the guy who fucking hypnotized him. Oh, Mysterio. Mysterio. <laughs> I was like, I don't know who you're talking about. Isn't he? He doesn't have magic, huh? He's just no, like. He's just a guy. Oh, okay. He's just a guy. All right. Well, we know that the DCU is in shambles and they need to get better. And but I want them to be better. I want to see these we movies. We all do. We want great movies out here. I want who great wants movies. horrible movies? We don't want to no. watch this horrible ass, you know, like not put together pieces. That's why mm-hmm. we, you know, as like. People enjoy the Mar- the Marvel Universe because it's so vast and grand and you can watch this over here. And even though it kind of sucks because some people might not be able to afford Disney Plus, you know, like, yeah, but it's so big. You can still enjoy everything. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what we want from D.C., but they're just having trouble doing it. And it's been like this for a while. So, yeah, I think a lot of it has to do with the people in charge. Of course, it's always the people in charge, the studio meddling. And of and course, you know, it's always cla- the big wigs clashing actors. Clashing it's always the big like wigs that. wanting to change shit when they don't have any knowledge on how this thing works. You know, it's like trust the people that read the comics and stuff. I think I read that that Discovery now owns WB. Yeah. And uh, they were like, why is why is there no Superman movies? We have the greatest character of all time, Superman, and he's collecting dust. He's sitting in the corner. He's benched. They were like, we need a Superman movie now. Like, this is stupid. This is not rocket science. Superman and Batman are the biggest characters ever, you know? You don't need to speak the language. You show somebody, you go across the sea, you show somebody a Superman icon, and they'll know who it is. Yeah. The logo, the shield. They don't need, you know. He transcends the language. Damn. And it's just like. It's beautiful. It's, it is beautiful. No, but it's just like, y- you know, you have these characters and it sounds like it, they're getting back to it. Like they have a Batgirl movie. I just saw um, set That's photos. That's a stupid ass show right now, though. It's like 
all Batman, like, Sons and, like, Batgirl. And, like, I forgot what it was called, but it looks so Oh, the, dumb. the Gotham Knights? Yes. That yeah. looks so That's stupid. That's CW. That's something oh else. God. I'm not really interested in that. They're all really handsome, and you know they can't act. And you know they're handsome. No, oh but... Yeah, um, of course. It's CW. But it's, like, the background movie. I just saw set photos for a Blue Beetle movie. Yo, that looks, looks sick. sick. Yeah. Blue Beetle is yeah. sick. And right. I love him because he's Hispanic. So mm-hmm. you know I'm going to be up in there. Like, I mean, let's Reyes. get it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I really love Blue Beetle. If you guys haven't seen Young Justice, definitely check out that show. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's I know. I'm going to see that movie for sure. And it's just like um, they're building the blocks with the side characters, the other characters, the non-Justice League characters, where we're getting, you know. Peacemaker. Yeah. We're, we're building the other part of the universe first. But yeah, I, it's like. That's weird. Dude, why? Like. They're Justice League came out way. like 2017, yeah. I think, and it's just like, uh, that was that was okay to bad. Like I thought, like there were moments I liked, but there was a lot of them just I was like, meh. And I did watch that just the four hour Justice. Oh yeah, cuts. Not we watched Snyder it together. Cut. Yeah, and I, you know, there's a lot that I did like of it, you know, and I just can't believe like if you had a scene where the Flash literally travels back in time, and you have this beautiful scene where it looks like. Like the ocean is like going in reverse and he's going through these light tunnels and stuff like that. How do you have that scene and go, you know what? He should just push a family, a Russian family in a pickup truck and think that's the better scene. Like there's just moments where I was just like, this is just foolish. This is just a foolish decision. And and you're talking about when they cut that out, right? They cut that out and put it with that. Okay, when the original one, instead of doing that, he doesn't do that. He just pushes a family in a pickup truck. Wow. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's horrible. Like, yeah. DC is in shambles. We'll <laughs> see how they go. Uh, we do need to wrap up this episode just because we usually have hour-long episodes. I'm here all night. Um, any final words on any other series? Star no, Wars. I just like you know, I uh, it's uh, there's always been an idea of like a bubble being burst, mm-hmm. you know, and the superhero fatigue. Mm-hmm. And it's true. A lot of people are like, you know, I know a lot of people who would said, oh, after Endgame, eh, I think I'm kind of done with Marvel. But uh, there are always going to be people like me, unfortunately. There are always going to be people who like seeing superhero movies, who like seeing adaptations, who like seeing different iterations. Okay, let's see how they do Batman this time. And, you know, these are the m- these people who grew up with the cartoons and the comics are now the ones in charge. So, I don't know. Some people hate superhero movies. Some people love them. I don't think they're going anywhere. Um, I'm always going to see them. And I'll always be here talking about them. You heard you. it here first. Sam Razo always caping for superhero movies. Oh, I like that. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining again. We're definitely going to have you back on to talk about some more films. Yeah, maybe I'll be back in another two years. Uh, maybe. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> thank you again <laughs> for listening to another episode of Down in the Basement. We are Make sure you follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook at We The Basement. Peace out!